Welcome to the Hebe Podcast, Episode 2, for the 13th of September. Today's topics include the Hebe Merge, the Hebe Update, Better Ball, Fanny Prices, News Articles, and the questions you've sent in. Let's begin. The first topic is the Hebe Merge. The first instance of this was a few months ago when Habu America and Habu Canada merged and soon after all the English hotels merged, which included Australia, United Kingdom and Singapore. Now, the first issue was usernames. If user A from Australia had the same username as user A in the United Kingdom, the process of deciding who got to have the name was based on activity, so whoever had the account longest, etc. And user A from United Kingdom, well, they would have to settle with a hashtag after the username, and other hotels had dollar signs, etc. after the username. Same with groups. Group URLs also had to be merged. Only just now have group URL member counts been sorted, um, back to the original user account, etc. The actual process, you went to your home URL, such as hebu.com.au, and you got redirected to .com. The actual transition shows you progress step by step, etc., showing you your family has now been merged, your groups has now been merged. Once you logged on to the hotel with your new merged account, you received a free gift, a free badge. Now the badge displayed to you was where your merge came from. So if you merge from .com to .au to .com, you got an Australian badge because you merged from .com to .au and that's where the account came from, etc. of the United Kingdom and Singapore. One of the other key issues was phony prices. In Habu Australia, the phone was worth one Habu Club sofa. In Habu United Kingdom, the phone was worth more than 100 club surfers. So you could see the clear issue here with phony values because they were different from each side. The way Habu conquered this was by having a mass rare value, a mass rare being released to all those owners, all the Habus who owned Fernie worth high amounts of value. And this evened out the rare values substantially fixed most of the problems. Now the other issues was news articles. If a company in America wanted to reach out to American kids, how could they do this without reaching out to every other kid around the world in English-speaking hotels? Well, Habu have implemented a news article based on country. So if you're from America, you're only going to see American articles. If you're from Australia, you can't see those articles. Same with advertisements, etc. They, in doing this, Habu still has global articles for news updates, etc. And during the merge, unfortunately, about 100 staff were fired from Canada, Singapore, Australia and United Kingdom. Plus, most of the offices were closed. So during the merge, a lot of people were now out of work. So that pretty much sums up the merge. All in all, it was pretty smooth, but apart from the username, group, phony prices, it was um, actually pretty good and it worked out for the best. The second topic I had thought I'd cover is the recent Habu updates and updates to come. The first update, if you go onto a Habu room and you see a piece of furniture you like, you simply click it and there's a little button under it which takes you to the marketplace in the catalogue. And if that item is in the marketplace, you can purchase it, which is pretty convenient. The second update allows you to pick up furniture by holding down the control key and clicking the piece of furniture. 
and are automatically added to your inventory, which has impressed a lot of users because during the merge, in the beta stages, it's harder to manage your phone in your room. Also, new badges have been added to the badge directory of Habo. The new badges include three sets of achievements for Battleball. One, experience badges based on your experience in Battleball and how much you've gained and earned. The second is how many tiles you've unlocked. So during gameplay, the amount of tiles you've unlocked in all the games, you will get an achievement. So if you've unlocked 100 tiles, you'll get an achievement, 200, etc. The second is times played. So if you've played a game for five times, the five times badge will be awarded to you. If you've played 1,000 times, you'll get the 1,000 time played achievement badge, which is pretty cool. On the subject of Battleball, it is returning. Many images have been released this week of Battleball in guest rooms, which in my personal opinion, I don't like. I prefer it in the public rooms, I prefer it, but no other information has been released. But I can definitely confirm it's coming back because those badges have been released and they are all in relation to that. Say hello to my new friend! What's up? I'll tell you five nice things about you. You're gonna get it right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking and now for your questions. This is where you can email me a question, which is hebopodcast at gmail.com. So H-B-B-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. It's very simple. And I'll pick two or three questions every week to answer. The first two... Here it goes. What's up? You have new mail. This one is from Dots in the United Kingdom. Do you think Cabo or Sulek would make a profitable iPod or iPhone application? Now, I thought about this. I would think... Yes, I would think they would make it free, but they would make a lot of money through advertisements. The second issue, I don't know how they would um, do this. I don't think they would have an application for gameplay. Though in recent times, they would have uh, mobile applications like Hebo Dreams, Mobile Disco, etc. Where it was a different version of Hebo. So they might, but I'm just confused as to what they would actually do with an application. Um, they, I think they cut out all their mobile applications, like I said, mobile disco, creatures, etc. So I'm not too sure in that sense. But if you look at farm film, um, they're pretty covered on that. And I thought I'd bring in an iPad. If they brought Habo on the iPad, I'd think that'd be very cool. Though the iPad doesn't support Flash, so I don't know if they would have to create something new for that. I'm not too sure. I think it would be cool, but as to what they would do, I'm not sure. Thank you for your question. What's up? You have new mail. Second question comes from James in Australia. If Hebo ever closed down, what would happen to the people? The Fanny? What would happen? Um, well, the people. I'm sure they'd be very annoyed if they were active players. Though they would find another game to play, most likely. Um, they would stick around on the Habbo farms because if you go on most Habbo farms, um, 90% of this discussion isn't about Habbo, it's about other things. So they would stick around on the Habbo farms. However, um, if you look now, a lot of games like Habbo are being released, so I'm sure they would just move on to what it is. Um, as for Fanny, people, 
fanny. Well, the fanny would be, well, you know, deleted. It's gone. Bye. So, I don't know. But I doubt Hebe would close anytime soon. So that's something not to think about just yet. Thank you for your question, James. That's all. Um, so as I said, if you want to email me a question for me to answer, give my opinion on that's Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. This concludes episode two of the Hebe Podcast. Thank you for those who sent in the questions. Um, gives me something to read out, something to do. Um, glad I covered the new updates this week because they are major and they are something to keep track of. So if you have any questions, just email me. Until next time, stay tuned for episode 3 on the Happy Podcast channel on iTunes. Bye.